Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27-24! Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to his strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown. Fried Fogle again. No superstars, below 500, and worst defense in the nation. Easy W, right? Not if you're IU football. This is the LEO Podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y, and I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. That's Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Not much. Not much at all. Excited to talk. You know what? I am excited to talk the 35th annual Outback Bowl. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go bowling, Michael. Well, that's where we're at. We're I on. Suck uh, this at bowling. Part Are you any good season. at bowling? Are you any good at bowling? We're, we're, I'm okay. I'm I haven't been for years, probably two or three years. Yeah. I do this thing where I only put the two fingers in the ball, like the the middle in the ring. I don't put my thumb in there. Yeah. And uh, I do a lot of spinning. Yeah. Oh, you're a spin guy. I'm a spin guy. Gotcha. Never really been so good with the. The three fingers in the in the three holes, and then right down the middle. Well, kind of. We share that with IU. Then all three of us not very good at bowling. <laughs> See that law was a terrible joke, but that set that up the entire time. I was, I'm not terrible. I wouldn't say I'm terrible. I'm not. Would not say I'm great. Like I'm like third on the bowling team. If if I had a you know hypothetical four person bowling team. Yeah. So yeah. So if we haven't figured it out by now, we are at this point in the season in review. This is the end. This is where the train stops. This is the Outback Bowl season in review game review where we go back and we rewatch this again. And believe it or not, this was not as hard to watch as I thought it was going to be for two reasons. One, uh, I did not want to jump off of a bridge after this. And two, it was only 26 minutes long. So (laughs) that was also very cool. Uh, We're going to break down the game between the number seven or if you work for ESPN and the college football playoff, the number 11 Indiana Hoosiers against the unranked and under 500 Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything you want to talk about before we dive into kind of like our breakdown of how the game went real quick? Uh, I mean, I mean, how can you not compare Lane Kiffin to Bill Belichick? You know, I mean, just an absolute mastermind. <laughs> I mean, for like a year and then he'll do something stupid and then he'll be gone. So <laughs> let's get into the game. Let's just, this will be quick. This will be, I think it'll be quick. Uh, at least the first half will be quick. There wasn't a whole lot going on in the first quarter. Uh, first drive, in my opinion, they just drove it right down our throats. Uh, two quick, good size pass so, plays. We just finished, like, literally, you and I have rewatched the entire season. Yeah. We never gave, our corners never lined five yards off wide receivers. Why did we start giving eight to 10? Were we, were we playing scared? No, I just, I honestly think that, and we talked about it in the, in the post game pod. It was our most popular pod, by the way. Was it? Yes, it was. was. Well, 
God, what a doom pod that was. I'm just looking. I don't know. I haven't listened to it for a while, but I'm just looking at my my uh, my outline from that pod, and and man, I just that was bad. Um, but, uh, apparently, yeah, people I, were I, mad too and wanted to listen. So I, I think you know a classic start for us this year is where we started off slow. Usually, it's the offense that starts off slow. Uh, defense started off pretty slow, and we were what I thought was pretty slow on the initial watch the entire time um, and not ready for them at all. But that's just their, their style. And it just worked that particular drive. It didn't work that much. Let's be honest. They finished with 26 points and that's, that's a, that's never, an offense that again, averaged almost 40 points a game. This It happened in the first quarter. It happened in every quarter. I just never saw us bite on that many you know, play action. I never saw us jump that many routes. Like we just weren't disciplined. Yeah. You said it in, in the, in the post game pod, we were just too excited. Yeah. Um, we, we started, we started playing outside of what we normally, the players, that is the players, every single one of them tried to do too much instead of staying gap discipline, uh, responsibility, discipline, everyone seemed to be out of position all the time. Yeah. And I would say this is this is pretty limited to the first, maybe the first half. Um, it gets a lot better as the game goes on. But yeah, they'd march down the field. Good thing is we did have a lot of bend don't break. I'm not a huge fan of that saying, but a lot of bend don't break defense um in this game. And we did we stopped them. They got a, th- a field goal on the first drive. And then this is I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and rev you up on this one. On our first drive, I thought Tuttle looked sharp. I thought he looked confident. I thought he looked like he knew what he was doing. I actually, I to be honest with you, unless somebody was running at him full speed, totally unblocked, which happened a lot in this game, he looked great. The problem is, well, we'll get to we'll get to that after the breakdown. So either so, okay, so the first drive for so us, he, the the first drive did look good. Yeah. but I'm Wop Wop uh, Wop ends that drive. He's the reason why we don't score any points on that drive. Weird jump on that ball. Um, yeah. uh, I think the play calling was phenomenal. The rollouts. I don't. I don't remember us rolling out with Penix at all. Yeah. Um, I don't remember running that much play action, which I don't know why Ole Miss is biting on play action because we don't run the ball. Um, and we were running stretch runs like the first drive. Everything we were doing was working. And then we just started running halfback dives and yep. running plays up the sideline and that, running and screens. Side screen. That sideline like, screen is just so it's, like, but it's got to go away. Everything that worked in the first half also worked in the third quarter. Is mm-hmm. like the, the I've been ripping Sheridan's scripts. I actually liked these scripts, but they got completely away from them. Yeah. Um. Man, I just. As much as I loved the play calling in the first drive of each half, I hated everything else. Yeah. Um, so especially the final drive, which I have a long rant for that. Yeah, we've got. But, we'll get there quickly. But yeah, I think you're we'll right, there. dude. I mean, our offense looked amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. Cool. I'm going to compare compare what you just said to the scripting of the play. So you you script plays at the beginning of the game, and then maybe when you come out at halftime, uh, we did get the ball back to start the third quarter. So I would assume that they probably scripted that drive as well. But what you noticed as you go through that is that that script was gone and he's calling plays live and they were, they just, they weren't working. He was calling two or three different plays. It seemed like, and 
they just weren't going to, they weren't going to work. And what was working was the running game. And we, it's almost like we Stevie's just, he's best game. It not, oh, so technically not statistic. Yeah. Yeah. It is probably his best game of the season. Uh, over the, 130 total yards. Yeah. I thought he had over a great five game. yards rushing two touchdowns. Stevie I thought he was, had a great game, man. And, I, I have a note later on, like we're going to miss Stevie. I know. I know you think that running back room's in a really good place, and I mostly agree, but I have a few times like Stevie's tough, hard yeah. run. What a catch. I think we saw that, that Samson James. That was his first game back, if it was. I'm not mistaken, from some uh, off-the-field, I don't want to say issues, but um, some off-the-field things that kept him away from the team for a bit. Um, but he looked a little rusty. Baldwin didn't look great. But Stevie came out, and I think he maybe knew that this was going to be his last game, yeah. uh, and he played like it for sure. So either way, so we we get the first the first thing we we already touched on the WAP thing. Second drive for Ole Miss, they go nowhere. Second drive for us, that's where we get the running game going. Yep. And then we have your boy come out, and he hits a Chucky bomb, and we're tied three three. And then Ole Miss drives right back down again six three into the first quarter. Woo! Yeah. So what we thought was going to be. A blowout game for IU is quickly, in my opinion, when I remember watching it, it turning into in a... In your uh, living room, it got real tight butthole. Yeah, real tense. Real tense. And then it got even worse after the uh, their first drive of the second quarter when they went down and scored. Um, And then this is what I was talking about, about the Tuttle thing. So Tuttle throws a pick two minutes to go in the, in the second quarter. We're driving down the, down the field, no problem. He... He had been he had scrambled once before in the game. He had had a couple designed runs before in this half. Uh, but he got a ton of pressure. He had two guys, two, three guys coming right up the middle, right into he his face. So he tries he, to he roll. Was, he was throwing. I yeah. realized on on second watch, I I ripped his arm so bad. It wasn't his arm. He was throwing off his back foot. He yeah. was throwing off balance. His feet. I didn't chart all of his passes. Um, but you know, I bet he threw off balance 50, maybe more than 50% yeah. of his throws. And on this throw, he's rolling to his left, which is the bad side to roll to if you're right-handed yep. and is obviously is being chased. So what I was saying was with a receiver running upfield, like yeah, that is all he had nobody in front of him. He could have scrambled if he wanted to, or he, and this is going to hurt us later in the game. He could have tried to throw the ball away, but again, you got to put yourself in his do. shoes. That's his first, his, well, second start. Uh, it, it just, and he's had no time to throw the ball in either one of those starts. I thought he looked good though. This game. He didn't honest. look as bad as I made it out. So, so no. Jack Tuttle, um, uh, here's my apology and, um, <laughs> your uh, apology to your arm. Yes. Thank your you. Play. Thank you. Um, cause your play, I think I, I was deserving of criticism, but it wasn't your arm. No, um, 41, you know, you went 41 QBR in this game. Not great. Yeah, it, it was, it was more the decision-making and happy feet and just not relying on things you've had practice since you've been probably five years old. Sure. So um, if I told you we were, we were down 13 to three at halftime with a blocked field goal going into halftime, I thought we felt pretty good from what I oh, remembered. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, had absolutely. that block, a little bit of Uncle Mo. We were ripping Mike a little bit for that kneel that he took. I don't know if we were ripping him, but we can just be like, that guy hasn't played offense in a long yeah. time. Yeah, but that that felt good. We're getting the ball back. Um, 
but it's funny how football is because you know if it was 16-3 i think i would have been concerned right because yeah. they, they would have scored on three out of four possessions and you know it would have been like oh god you know i doesn't seem like that that train's gonna stop yeah but you're right yeah i mean we were both confident going into halftime knowing we were getting the ball back yeah um one thing i did want to hit especially in the well, all game actually and all season tight ends really hurt us and mm-hmm. i want to ask you is that because kane womack just always blitzed and mm-hmm. it left the middle that's got to be what it is yeah open so yep. so going into next year I also think a reason we got all the turnovers and turned it into Indiana and, and all those things that have been put out there were because of the blitz. So going into next year, do you want to see us keep up that blitz and leave the middle vulnerable? So, or, or do we correct that? So somebody that I didn't think we were going to miss is going to be back next year. Hopefully knock on wood. Uh, Marcelino. Marcelino will be yeah. back. And I think he is the perfect person to take those tight ends one-on-one. So I'm not going to poo-poo obviously on Jamar or Bryant Fitzgerald, which I don't, I just don't think that's his strength. He's not a Husky. When he came in his freshman year, they were going to put him in at safety. And whenever he does play safety, he's good. In the end zone, we've seen him make big uh, pass breakups. Against Minnesota, I think he had an interception his freshman year at safety. He was good. And, but he had to move to Husky or, or he put on weight in, in the weight room or whatever, and they just moved him down. And I just don't think he's as good at that position. Uh, but yeah, I, I but do. You didn't answer it. Do, do, do you I want do. to keep up that yeah. blitzing? Okay, you do. Yeah. So do I. Yep. I mean, again, I don't know if you said this on the pod or you said it on the uh, in prep, but 26 points, we win a lot of those games. Yeah. Um, tight ends, seams slants really killed us but they still only scored 26 points yeah uh and i think you know don't look at just this game look at the entire season blitzing the way we did made us the way made us what we are it got us to only one loss the entire season so so i'm with you um you know i I think i think lane made heck of a game plan and took advantage of uh of tape that he clearly saw that the middle middle was so open but they still only scored 26 points. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. I think what we should do. I'm just when we here. agree, that's bad podcasting. You well, gotta no, put it's good. Call that's me good. an idiot. No, you're not an idiot though. Cause I actually agree for you with you on for one thing ever. Um, <laughs> so we can skip a little bit. I, we can talk Chucky bomb. He hits a 53 yarder to start the third quarter on our first drive. And then they go down and they score. They marched right down. I mean, two, I had one really big run. Uh, and then another run immediately after sets up the touchdown. And then I put WAP WAPed. I don't. I feel bad that's saying bad that. I mean, that's about as bad as my bowling joke earlier. But he, he, he's he is an emotional player. Um, tried to do too much. He did, and I he think just what everyone a, else did. Again, yeah. I mean, he fumbled that ball because he tried to stiff arm yeah. WAP. You're like a paper towel soaking wet, dude. You're like, you're, 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 you're freaking Heisman move. Ain't going to do much, dude. Just protect the ball and go down. Yeah. Uh, it, just that play was a microcosm move. for the entire game. Like that yeah. microcosm. That mm-hmm. is next level vernacular. Cause we were driving again, driving yeah. it right down their throat. And we were going to go down and go 20 to 13. Um, but they fumble. 
And so that was pretty much it on the third quarter. They didn't score again. The defense, I mean, this is what I'm telling you about. Like, we gave them the interception, didn't score. They missed a field goal, blocked it. But they had a pos- they had a possession in between. They didn't do anything. They get the WAP fumble. They don't do anything. We get the first drive of the fourth quarter, and guess who comes – guess who finally gets his number called enough? It's Stevie. All Stevie on that drive. But right again, we got field. back to what was working. We, yeah. we got we got back to Stevie. We got back to rollouts to WAP. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Tuttle running, which, hey, guess what? If your quarterback can't throw, maybe don't throw the ball 25 times in the second half. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we got the things that were working. Wildcat, quarterback runs, WAP. Yeah, the Wildcat on that second drive, which was the second touchdown, yeah. Again, I don't – there was again all season. I think we, there a lot of our goals to go were brilliant, but then a lot of our opening scripts were bad. This yeah. opening script was bad, but for some reason we didn't make adjustments. Like just a little bit of head scratching all year. Some real high highs from Sheridan and some real low lows, which I think you're going to get with a first year offensive coordinator. Yeah, I do too, and I think that he. I hope that he's going to learn from these mistakes maybe i I don't want to call him a state learning curve because you know Allen's first year man he made some bonehead coaching decisions Mm -hmm. right like if you go back so i do think there there is a learning curve uh that that comes with coaching at at that at any level but especially tougher as you move up um i still have faith in nick sheridan uh because again i think there was a lot of good stuff throughout the year but this game certainly had a lot of question marks Definitely. Do you want to jump ahead to that final drive down 26, 20? Um, or do you want to talk? I don't want to talk about the drive that then I called it the number 10 drive. Yeah. Whatever. John Ryan, whatever his name is. Reese. Yeah. John, John Ryan Reese. Again, it was like I mentioned, they circled. Hey, guess what? Tight end slot. He was a quarterback. Go here. Just literally quarter- go here. Say that again. He was a what? He's a quarterback, right? A quarterback. A- yeah. Qu- but yeah, I mean, he's a. But all game, they're like, he's a running back. He's Whatever, a wide receiver. Dude. He's a he's tight a quarterback. end. He's going to be their quarterback if. Uh, okay, Corral. Golden Corral's gone. Golden Corral. Uh, Golden Corral versus Outback. Who are you taking? I'm taking Outback all day. It's my favorite I know, restaurant. You're a big Outback. We don't need to cover that again. Yeah. Uh, but again, I mean, um, I, I just want to go back to to that drive that they end up missing the extra point on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Williams. You know, instead of just wrapping up, he tries to step in for the interception and gives up a chunk play. Cam Jones misses a sack. Um, Again, there were just all these little things, you know, a lot of, they had, I, I, I looked this up. They had four double digit drives. I'd be surprised if we gave up 10 double digit drives the entire season. Double digit drives happen when you don't wrap up. When you make, when there's a breakdown in coverage, when your defensive line is getting pushed back, that is how you get. They had an 18 play drive in this game. Um, all those things happen when you don't do a little, all the little things. And that's really what this game came down to was IU shooting themselves in the foot. But in this case, instead of a gunshot wound, it was uh, death by a million paper cuts. Yeah. And I didn't, as I said earlier, I said it was 26 minutes, the the condensed game that I watched. Uh, I didn't. I watched the hour version. I didn't, I didn't want to the, watch the full thing. Yeah, I um, watched the hour version. There was, was a whole two hour and three minute one. Yeah. 
the whole whole shebang. Yeah, I wish that I could have counted how many times we hit Corral or a running back in the backfield. I remember one in particular. It had to have been the second or the fourth quarter. Micah came just out of a bad out of hell. Yeah, just straight out of a gun or something, and just I thought he was gonna kill him, but no, he just bounced right off him. And the dude's like five eight, like he's tiny. And you just bounce like right off of him and end up picking up a first down on that play or, or the next play that extended a drive. And then they did a lot of, and we talked about it in our post game um, immediately after the game. And after um, we had a little bit of time to calm down was there. You talked about it just a little bit ago with the, the adjustments, the pace of their offense is something that we, we, we might've had a little bit of a taste of it with Maryland, but not like this. This was a totally different. This was Kevin Wilson and not something that we were. Kevin Wilson, Oklahoma. Yeah. So uh, let's get to the final drive, I guess. I'm going to tell you a little bit about like what I said. I'm not going to break down the whole thing, but basically what I said was I called this the Tuttle play calling offensive line mistakes drive. Um, I don't want to totally blame this on Tuttle, but that play on we were on there. 30 inside their 35 yard line down six with about actually you know what i wrote at a minute what, what, 20 what all the issue? shit hits the fan what was it was it the short side of the field screen or yeah. on first down or was it the rollout on the short side of the screen um field second down that he took because both were horrible well, that's what I'm talking about, the play calling, the play calling yeah. mistakes. And that's the thing I, I also t- – that's the only reason I put Tuttle in here was on that second down where he rolls out. Oh. They're screaming it on the telecast. Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. You can't take a sack. And then he and does this take, little spin to go yeah. back to the middle of the field. Like, bro, just throw the fucking ball. He's a gamer, hit man. The, it's it's the, hard. Hit the cheerleader. Hit yeah. the drunk dude in the stand. <laughs> it's hard to blame – kids are, are really well absolutely i don't think you really see that in the nfl too much but it's hard to blame some of these kids that are just gamers man you can tell that that kid's a gamer like he may not be the best quarterback out there the best player on the field but that dude cares and he is trying to make a play on every single time he has a football um and so instead of doing like the xander diamont total spin move and go all the way back to the other side of the field kind of thing he he just kind of falls down um but even at that point just like just hit tom allen in the face like hit deuce he'll take it right to his face he didn't care oh, yeah no you know uh, um fuck with the happy gilmore where he just takes the pucks off the chest yeah, yeah. or the baseballs off the chest like yeah. tom allen will do it like throw throw hit me like hit literally me. hit me hit me yeah so I'll let you talk about this uh, play calling drive. I've talked about the majority of the game. So if you want to break this this drive down, I'll let you I mean, go ahead. There, I don't know how much there is to break down other than, you know, you know to make the corny announcer pun, you know, because they did it a few times. The, the play sheet on third and long isn't very long. Um, there's not too many plays when you have third and behind the chains. Um, I mean – even the third down call, I don't get. Like, you and I have watched enough football. If you're at third and long, knowing you're going into fourth down, you try to get five to eight yards, right? They mm-hmm. ran a Hail Mary on third and 18. It was a five-step drop, chucking it 
to Freifogel, which guess what? There are worse play calls because Freifogel can go up and get the ball, but that's a fourth down play call. Mm-hmm. Like why not just run some double slants? There's plenty of time. Time isn't an issue. And a timeout and, and one timeout. Left. So just run something in the middle of the field and make it fourth and 10. What are you doing? Again, I didn't see enough of the screen to see if there were players underneath and that was just a total read, but you don't draw up a five-step drop back if you're not chucking the ball deep. Yeah. Yep. You, you could tell the way he dropped back that that was at least the primary read, yep. which, so I, I don't know which play call was worse. The first down, the second down or the third down, but all of them were just horrifically bad. And then, uh, if then you get to fourth down and here comes again, I don't want to call Tom Allen inexperienced, but you absolutely got to be right next to a ref. If you're going to even consider a timeout. Um, that was one thing that I, I re I rewound a few times and I was like, where, where is he at? Like, how do you, how does a head coach not get a timeout in? Um, cause you see it all the time, you know, especially in these late games, the coaches are right next to the ref. Um, so I, that was a little bizarre that somehow Tom Allen didn't get a timeout on that final throw. I don't right. know how much it would have mattered. Yeah. I also think that you're not playing this right. Your role as an IU fan. I remember screaming with you, like, why, why can't, how can you not hear this guy? There's 16 people in the stadium. It's not like it's super loud. Yeah. The dude is full on sprinting towards this referee and screen. You know, he can scream. He probably didn't but, have a voice at that point. Maybe, maybe, but he's screaming for a timeout and there's, they, if they see it on TV uh, seconds before the ball, Who are you calling sec refs. You're calling an yes. SEC inside job. I yes. love it. I'm I'm here for it. I 100%. am absolutely here for the SEC. Come at me, SEC. Uh, That's it, man. That's the ball game. We lose twenty six to twenty. Um, I've got some notes about the game. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you've kind of already taken away the Tuttle stuff. I I had a whole bunch of Tuttle stuff for you. You uh, <laughs> so, I walked it back. I did walk you it did. back. You so heard, here's you heard what the I beeps. wrote. Here's what I didn't I didn't really rip into you or anything, but I did say Tuttle made some really good throws. He made long throws opposite sides of the hash marks. Uh, I thought he looked confident throughout most of the game uh, until he separated his shoulder. I mean, the dude played. This is it goes back to the gamer comment I just made. The dude played three quarters, almost three full quarters with a separated shoulder and was making darts, bro. He was throwing darts at you different. Just set up points. Brando's Randos with a. Uh, there you go. Here. Almost there. We'll get there. We'll get there quick. Um, and then I've got Stevie. Stevie was great, but wasn't used enough, especially after Tuttle separated his shoulder. <laughs> and then uh, we clearly couldn't slow their offense down. So why would we? Why wouldn't we try to control the clock on our side of the ball? If I told I mean, you we, going we, into we this almost game, doubled them in time of possession. I mean. That we was, need to that triple was, him. Yeah. Triple him. Because here's what if I told you that Jack Tuttle had to throw the ball 45 times in this game. Yeah. Before you saw the game, before the game started, you'd be like, this is not good. 45 times from Tuttle against this defense, this is not good. Or he threw for 900 yards. One of the two probably more realistic that he threw for 900 yards based on our pregame. That's probably what you would have said. Yeah. And then I, I also, the last point that I have about the game is that I thought we had a terrible offensive game plan, which we've ripped up. We did all of this already. We haven't just highlighting it, I guess. 
Um, we, we've been doing this long enough. We've been doing this like four months now. Yeah, we get, we get each other. We're going. We're doing pretty well. I'm going to be uh, brutally honest with you and uh, our listeners that I feel like shit. Um, so we should probably wrap this up here pretty soon. So let's get straight into uh, our players of the game. I think this one's easy on offense. I think that there's only one. Yes. I'm not going to argue and, and pick uh WAP. I'm not going to pick like, I, I don't know. There isn't. Uh, I mean, it's just a Stevie. backup offensive it's, tackle or something. It's just, it's just Stevie. It's Stevie Scott, 19 carries, 99 yards, five and 5.2 per and two touchdowns with a long at 21. That is not a Stevie Scott game that you would normally see this year, but he was unbelievable. The dude should have touched the ball 50 times. I mean, he touched it 21 times. Give him 30 touches at least. 30 touches, we win the game. I'll say it. 30 touches of the ball, that's nine more times we win the game. Second leading rusher on the game was Jack Tuttle with nine carries, 26 yards. I mean, I don't know what we were doing. On defense, uh, there's a lot to pick from, to be honest. And I, I don't think so. I think I think I there's do. two. I think that um, there's at least I think there's really only one. I, again, we didn't compare notes here, but I almost love that you were going. We had one stud on offense and one stud on defense. Oh, no, I think we've got four that that played really, wow. really well. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. I'll go first. I think Jamar Johnson made a ton of plays. He was the only one that really seemed to not, you know. Shit mess up for, for the lack of a like better that. word yeah i'll let you know i think some other players had some up and down games or up and down plays a little inconsistent um but go ahead I, i'm curious to hear your other three because i have two guys that were in consideration well i you said the inconsistent part that's why I, but i thought that you would jump on your boy real hard i thought you would go micah Yep. Um, but yeah, he just missed I've, too many. It was the most tackles I've seen him miss. Missed. He had a lot of missed tackles. I think Jalen Williams played a pretty good game, but he also had a couple times where he he jumped jumped the routes. Uh, monster on the touchdown okay drive. On on the touchdown drive, it's third and six. If he wraps them up, it's fourth and two. Now yeah. they've been going forward on fourth like down. Fourth and anything. Yeah. So I'm not saying you know we stop. You know maybe they get that first down anyway, but he could have stopped that drive when it was 2020. Instead, he did like a leaping jump into the sidelines, and instead of a four-yard gain, it was like a twelve-yard gain. Yeah. Um, is so he again, back? Is he coming back? He is. Oh my god, we're gonna be so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I, I. The other people I had, I had Jamar Johnson. That was gonna be my my pick anyway. But Jamar yeah. Johnson or Micah, I'll pick Micah since you took Jamar. He had a sack. He had two TFLs, five solo tackles he probably missed five other tackles. So he probably would have, he would should have had double digit tackles on that one. Um, I think I thought DK Jay showed good spurts. Game. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, DK Bonham and, uh, Bonham oh, yeah. and, and Aaron Casey also had spurts of what they could do. Yeah. Um, Aaron Casey had a nice sack, real nice sack. Yep. Uh, again, I, I think, I think Cam Jones and James Miller had very replaceable level games. I think this might've been Cam Jones's worst game. Um, yeah. That, that, you know, during, I never really noticed him. He, he, you know, he didn't make as many big plays as he did the year before, but he was always solid, right? You could always rely yeah. on him. And he was a lot, he was the opposite of that. He was a liability. 
in this game. Um, but I think, and I think that's why Aaron Casey got the run that he did. Um, do, do you know who we should probably be talking about that didn't get talked about at all during the game? And that's good for him is Mullen? yeah. Yep. He let up that big play again on, um, I think in the first quarter, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Or are you talking about the one? No, it was on the same drive. It was, it was on a it, slant. It was on a slant. It was yeah. again another third and three or whatever. I think he he dove in front. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what Jalen Williams it. did. Yeah. Exactly what Jalen Williams did and just missed it. Yeah. Um, and instead of a three yard gain, it would have been a first down. It turned into a twenty yard gain. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean it, again. We're picking nits if that's the – I mean, Taiwan Mullen had a really good game yeah. considering how much they threw the ball. Did you say picking nits? Nitpicking. I Pick, like that, Picking nits. Picking nits. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so I think we can just say Jamar Johnson. God, I'm going to miss him. Miss him yeah. so much. Him and his blonde dreads. Damn it. All right. Uh, let's talk about our sponsor and then we'll get into everybody's favorite part of the podcast brando's randos so as we know this podcast is brought to you by the monon track club the monon track club is indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the hoosier state they craft products tell stories create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to indiana's running culture i'm not even going to ask you i know you don't like running did you run today though played basketball yesterday for the first time since November, and I can't move my hips. There you go. I don't like running. That's why I haven't run outside yet. But I might. I might start. Because, want to know why? Because I have on a Monon Track Club shirt, and it's an awesome shirt. And anybody can buy this shirt, and you guys can buy it cheaper than what I bought it. Because you get 10% off. Check out the website. It's in the show notes. Use the promo code. code. Don't use the promo code. I don't know what that is. Use the promo code. It's LEO10, LEO10. That's going to get you 10% off any purchase that you make. You can buy stickers. You can buy hats. You can buy hoodies. Why you would buy a hoodie in March, I don't know. Um, you can buy you shirts. You got that stimmy. You got that tax check Stim coming in, dude. Stim you got money. You got money. Stimulated. Get some gear. Get some gear. Get it up. Get it up. And support, uh, support an IU um, owner of a small business. Yeah. The dude's... Never mind. I was gonna say he's cool. He's all right. He's an all right guy. We like him. Support him. IU guy through and through. He can help you out with your house and law as well. So just multi-dimensional. Call him multi-dimensional. Yeah. Whatever you need. And I think eventually he's gonna have beer. So once he has beer, then he'll sponsor the podcast with his beer too. Um, okay. Let's do it, man. All right, Brando's, so this is Brando's. It, it wouldn't be a Jack Tuttle game if Brando's Randos didn't have to do completely with quarterbacks. Um, you mentioned separated his shoulder, debatable end of first quarter, early second quarter. Doesn't matter. Seventy five percent of the game he played hurt, right? Um, what's the score of the game if we put in Dexter Williams for the other seventy five percent of the game? We win. I I think so too. I I, yeah. I don't know how we don't score thirty one points. Yeah, that's I think exactly th- what I, I think, was gonna say. Thirty one. Yeah, I think I think we win that game 31-19, whatever the weird twenty, whatever that weird score score was. Um. Yeah. Uh. What? So that that's not fun. My second question sucks now. Um. Because I wanted you to be like, because you're a Tuttle guy. 
I, I wanted you to be like, nah, probably the same score. Dexter Williams never played before. Yada, yada, yeah, yada, see, yada. It would scare me. I would be scared. Um, I get, we've never seen him play. Oh, dude, I was smiling. Dude's got swagger. He also does. sucks. I know um, yeah, we're not ACL. doing current events, but yeah. he did tear his ACL. We have like the worst quarterback luck of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every team says that, but we just no, have- at least we don't have Aiden O'Connell starting at quarterback. Yikes. So especially when especially when we uh, or whatever his name is, especially when all we do is recruit four star quarterbacks. And then they turn out to be like backup linebackers or something. So tight ends, half. Oh, tight ends. No, or no, right. not not half. H-back. No, you're just H-back. now you're just stereotyping Xander Horvath. So what's the uh, what's the next? <laughs> so yeah. So my next question was going to be, how bad do we beat them if we have Penix starting? Uh, man, how bad do we? I think we beat them. I think it's. Uh, I think we double them. Like I think it's we could we could have hung a fifty spot if Penix is playing. I think you're right. Okay. How about you word it like this? What if Mike Penix has to throw the ball 45 times? What's Good. He's, yeah. a, he, he's like Monta Ellis. He's a volume thrower. The more throws he <laughs> makes, the better That's he where is. you're going to go? You couldn't have done like Steph Curry or something? <laughs> I probably should have went like Harden. I don't know. I just, Harden, Monta Ellis. Is, Monta Ellis. He's the first one I think of when I think of volume it's score. Two, two, wait, 2008. With 2008 Pacers or 2008 Warriors? <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, <laughs> God. Monta again, the, he needs 20 throws to, before he even starts playing. If you need... Right? If you need a reverse layup when you're down 12 with five seconds to go, that's who's going to get you that that shot. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I think that we win the game. I I don't want to do score predictions on this again. I don't want to listen to Ole Miss people. Love, I no, do. I it's a good. Me. Actually, you guys have been pretty nice it's about an it. An engaging us, fan so. base. I yeah. expected way worse. Me too. Um, pretty nice. Much um, better than Tennessee fans. Good old. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now they're going to hate us. <sighs> All right. Uh, is that it? Uh, I got one more question. Oh, that's a bonus, right? Is that four now? That's this is we three. Oh, the Penix mm, one didn't count. Shots getting me. Um, it, it didn't count because you already answered it with Dexter Williams. So today I was watching PTI and they said that Indiana basketball is Nebraska football. So I'm not, I'm not going to debate this. What then what is Indiana football? Like what's the basketball comparison? to indiana football is it gonzaga i'm just kidding not, not yet really. so here's here's what i think and it just popped into my head i was gonna say like west virginia basketball no yeah florida but state basketball who who no. I'm thinking Florida State basketball is Ooh. they're both new bloods. Ooh. Remember? I heard Hamilton came out and said they are a new blood. I think that's yeah. what IU football is. You know what I was going to aim for, though, because they really haven't won anything yet. Baylor. We're Baylor. Ooh, I like that. We're the Baylor like football version because they haven't okay. won anything. I mean, they've been good. Look how dude, we were ranked freaking seventh going into this game. Yeah. Seven. That was a better Brando's Randos, and I actually came up that on the top of my head. That was good. I did, hate talking about the basketball team. I didn't. We're talking about the football team. Although being now a I new feel blood. better about it now that that guy's gone. So that's good. Um, all right. Let's get into the significance of the game. Yes. This is a unusual segment for us. Usually it's known as the significance of the win. Um, so for the second time all year, we will call it the significance of the game. 
Uh, I will go first, if you don't mind. Here's exactly what I wrote through tears. I wrote, I don't know if we can really draw too much from this game, which we talked about before we even started that this is just an exhibition game. Uh, initially, I thought we were played off the field and just locked our way back into it. Pinnix would have been a massive difference, but so would their top playmakers. So I don't know how to, to what to take away from this game. This is so as we know. Uh, last year, I want to call it last year. Technically, it was because it was in 2020. Uh, we went into the Gator Bowl without Pinnix. Uh, we went to um, the Pinstripe Bowl without Jordan Howard. We went to like every time we play it's, in one it's, of these. It's IU games, football, right? Like we're missing constantly snake bitten. Yes, snake. So bitten. if we play this game at full strength, I both Waterhouse teams, five. I still I've never think, read the book. I still think it's going to be great. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. Um, the significance for me is two January bowls. Like that's yeah. insane. Like getting to a January bowl, like is good in the NCAA football game for IU football, mm-hmm. let alone in real life. So uh, again, I, that's my significance. Like I could get used to this. I could get used to traveling every New Year's to bowl games when when everything's back to normal knock on wood so that that was my significance um one other question what's the most famous movie exhibition and why is it apollo creed and um the big russian ivan drago Mm, the most famous exhibition yeah we might we might need the producer to jump in on this one maybe no no Uh... he's waving us off he's too busy He's too busy cutting this all together. We love you. We love you. Exhibition. Again, you don't have to answer that. But when I think I of exhibition, know. it's it's Apollo Creed dancing around thinking, hey, this is just fun and games like IU football was. And then you got Lane Kiffin being a dick and be like, I'm going to take this serious. And like, I thought we were just playing around, guys. Yeah. I thought yeah. this was for shits and gigs. Yeah, that's that's Kiffin, man. That's him. He'll be out in a year. Yeah. He's on the market, I saw. He's divorced. If all bowl games are exhibition games, then it's got to be the Bourbon Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. Great call, Waterboy. Yes. Mic drop. Don't, don't drop your mic. But, yeah, that's yeah. that's a great call. Well done. This Last is game of the year. Can't hold movie. anything back now. That's right. That, is, that quote is definitely not from Dodgeball. It's from Waterboy. So um, that is a callback to a different podcast. Uh, so final grade, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'll let you go first. I hate to do it. I did this last time, so it's I'm I'm copping out again. But you got to give it a curve, you know. Giving given the circumstance of not being able to get a full bowl practice in and not having your starting quarterback, um, I'm going to give this a B minus. I wanted to give it a C plus, but we held a team that scores forty some points in the SEC to under thirty. That's got to be worth something. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a B minus. We're supposed to be opposite on these things, and we're not. That's what I have. That's to. horrible podcasting. A give it an F. These guys. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to look to see if we did this on our original post games, and we didn't. Um, or at least I didn't put one on that one. But man, that's how I felt after this. I I legit went into this game being like, I don't want to watch this. We got played off the field. We weren't ready for this. 
This was awful. And it wasn't. The defense was great. Yep. 26 points. Now, granted, maybe 29, 20, probably 30 points if they make the field goal on the extra point. So 30 points. I'm not going to give them the blocked field goal. I'm going to give them the missed field goal and the missed extra point. I they average 40 something in in the SEC against those defenses defenses. Then like yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that's pretty good. And I said I graded it on a curve without Penix. So I would say with Penix, I would give Irvin Penix in the same sentence. That's risky. I would give this if if Penix played this game and this is how we played, it's a D. There you go. D Penix curve. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yep. D Penix curved. curved. Yes. Curved Penix D. <laughs> yep. So that's it, man. Uh, so now coming up next in our next little uh, series, Recap's I think done. it'll be a recap is done. It is done. It is done. I think it'll be a uh, we haven't actually figured it out. So we'll just talk about it right now. I think it'll be a uh, like I think we should I think series, we should give spring, spring and winter series. updates. Yeah, uh, there's been some recruiting buzz. Uh, pro days have happened. Uh, mock drafts are out. So I think I think kind of a smorgasbord of topics. Um, uh, things that we can go over. Uh, and then one thing, I'm just going to throw this out there, marinate on it a little bit. Maybe we do, you know, they, they released a spring depth chart. Maybe we go positional group breakdown. That's what I meant. That's what I meant when I said spring preview. I think that's perfect. Positional that's group perfect. breakdown. Cannot wait to talk about the hog mollies, man. That's a big, big position. All right. Uh, that's it for today. That's it for the 2020 season in review. Our Hoosiers finished six and two in a messed up season. They finished second first in the Big Ten East. Asterix. asterix. Uh, first, sorry, first asterix. They finished second in the Big Ten East. I mean, we'll just say that out loud. They finished the real ahead sentence. of Michigan, ahead of Michigan State, and ahead of Penn State. Man, NCAA football 2014. No, wait, this was actually <laughs> 2020 football season. And uh, we look forward to finishing in first without an asterisk asterisk i don't know i need to go to bed uh yeah well i'll talk to you later bud elio all right elio elio awesome day elio thank you so much rick i appreciate that elio all right great elio appreciate you guys elio you're welcome dave have a great day elio have a great day elio appreciate you being here with us have an awesome day and elio oh thank you so much elio well thanks so much elio Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.